Well, in the family that I grew up in, we had two uh, Christmas food traditions that, uh, that I looked forward to that uh, brought me a lot of joy and continued to bring me a lot of joy today. When I was growing up, we had a tradition every Christmas Eve where we would eat rice porridge. And I think it's a Norwegian tradition that was passed down from my grandma, but I can remember my mom would spend hours in the kitchen slow cooking the milk and the rice. And my favorite way to eat rice porridge is with butter, sugar, and cinnamon on top. The second food tradition that my family continues to practice today is my mom will make ustakaka. And ustakaka is a Norwegian custard dessert. And again, this is just one of those Norwegian traditions that my grandma passed down and that my mom continues uh, to uh, make today. Now, the other day I was talking with my mom and we were talking about Christmas coming up and um, unfortunately our family has decided that we're not all gonna get together for Christmas just to keep each other safe. But we are gonna have a big Zoom call. Um, but my mom said, I'm still making the Christmas Oostacaca, and I'm gonna package it, package it up, and I'm gonna put it in the mail, and I'm gonna send it to everybody in the family. <laughs> I love my mom's determination and commitment and her creativity. Now I'm wondering how the pandemic is changing your Christmas. I imagine that we all have you know, a special Christmas tradition, a special Christmas food, and we look forward to it. And, and these traditions, they bring us so much joy. But this year in 2020, like so many things, COVID is just changing everything that we do. So this got me thinking about Advent and how preparing for Christmas is a little different this year. You know, I think that there are two ways that we can prepare. One way that we prepare is for something very specific. But another way that we prepare is we just try to be prepared for anything and everything. So I want to ask the question, is preparing for Christmas kind of like throwing darts at a dartboard and really trying hard to hit that bullseye? Sometimes I feel like preparing for Christmas is we're trying to hit that bullseye. We, we want to give that perfect gift or we want the family gathering to just be perfect. And, and there's such a small little window where we can hit the bullseye. But there's another way that we can prepare for Christmas. It's more like preparing for a baby to be born. When, when we're preparing for a baby to be born, we find that it's a humbling process. We don't have as much control in the process as we want to have. We simply need to be prepared for anything and everything to happen. We have to have a flexibility and adaptability as we prepare for the birth of a baby. So do you see the difference between these two different kinds there's a narrow way to prepare, and there's a more open-hearted and, and open-ended way to prepare. Advent 
If we're going to prepare this Advent like Mary and Joseph, I think it's more like preparing for the birth of a baby. Because Mary and Joseph, they didn't know how it was all going to unfold. They didn't know what the birth of Jesus would look like or be like. Mary and, Joyce, Mary and Joseph's life, in fact, were very disrupted. There was a census happening in the Roman Empire, and this forced against the will of Mary and Joseph to leave their hometown and to make this treacherous journey all the way down to Bethlehem. But along the way, there were these delightful surprises of joy that Mary and Joseph could have never imagined. There were angels that began singing in the middle of the night. And there were humble shepherds that that same middle of the night showed up and said that this baby, Jesus, that was born is going to be the savior of the world. There was the surprise that roommates would be barn animals. And there was also the surprise that these very fancy visitors who had traveled from a very far distance in the east bringing these expensive gifts that were fit only for a king. From a human perspective, I don't think Mary and Joseph were prepared for any of these surprises of joy. But from a faith perspective, I think Mary and Joseph were prepared because with their faith, they believed that God would be with them in anything and through everything. This is what the Christmas story teaches us about joy. Not that we have to feel in control in order for joy to happen, not that Christmas has to go a certain way, not that we want to reduce Christmas to trying to hit a bullseye. No, Christmas is more like Mary and Joseph. And it's the lesson of being more flexible, more adaptable, and having the faith that God will be with us in anything and through everything. The gift of joy is born this Christmas in Jesus Christ, just like Mary and Joseph. And Jesus was born in the most surprising of ways. So I hope that as we're preparing, we're also preparing for anything and everything to happen, but also we're preparing for God to surprise us. I hope that we are trusting God to surprise us with joy this Christmas, despite how COVID will change our Christmas. Our scripture passage for today is Isaiah 55, verses 6 through 13. So I invite you to open up your Bible, and I would like you to follow along. I would like to focus on verse 12, uh, and it's uh, up on your screen right now. Verse 12 says, 
For you shall go out in joy, be led back in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall burst into song, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Well, this verse imagines that God's creation, the mountains and the hills and the trees, they are in joyful worship to God. Imagine that you're walking outside and what you're actually doing is walking into the middle of this joyful worship service. All the sounds of nature are simply sounds of joy that creation is lifting up to God. Imagine that you go outside and what the trees are actually doing is they're clapping their hands for joy. They're, clap, they're overjoyed because they are, uh, they're converting sunlight into energy and they're converting carbon dioxide into oxygen that we get to breathe. Imagine that you're in Colorado and you're hiking in the Rocky Mountains and as you spend time in the mountains, you can actually hear the mountains singing songs of joy to God. It reminds me a little bit of Julie Andrews in the musical Sound of Music because her character was able to hear the mountains singing when she sang, the hills are alive with the sound of music. Isaiah is inviting us to have this kind of vibrant imagination, imagining that abundant joy is all around us. You see, joy is in every person. Joy is in every place. Joy is not scarce. Joy's, joy is not rare. Joy is not a tiny little bullseye that we may or may not hit. Joy is strong, and joy is resilient, and joy is alive all around us in the people who surround us. This is the lesson that the Christmas story is teaching us. So I would like to share with you a story about the surprise of joy. Jonathan Kozel is an American author who writes books on children, education, and poverty. Now, you put these three topics together, and it's not particularly joyful. These three uh, topics put together, especially poverty, paint a very sad and tragic picture. Now, Kozel's first book was Death at an Early Age, and this book won the 1968 National Book Award. Now, that very same year, Fred Rogers, we know him as Mr. Rogers, he read Jonathan Kozel's book, Death at an Early Age, and this book, it broke Fred Rogers' heart, it, it moved him to tears, and he was actually moved to reach out to Jonathan Kozel. And this encounter led these two men to become lifelong friends. Kozel, over the decades, has written many more books on the topic of children, education, and poverty. And before Kozel sends in his book manuscript to the publisher, he always sends a draft to Fred Rogers his friend to read through and to share the feedback. 
these two friends dedicated their lives to helping and improving the lives of children to make children feel like they are important and that their lives are a source of great joy for the world. Now, in the 1990s, Kozel wrote a book, Ordinary Resurrections. And in this book, he tells the story of a little boy named Leonardo. Now, Leonardo's story is sad. His father is dead. His mother lives in Honduras. And so Leonardo has to live with relatives and they don't treat him very well. His relatives themselves struggle through poverty uh, as well. At school, Leonardo struggles. He doesn't like going to school. And so every time Kozel meets with Leonardo, Leonardo just always has this sad and glum look on his face. But it was one Sunday. At Leonardo's invitation, Kozel visited St. Anne's Church. It's in a poor neighborhood in the Bronx. The pastor of this church is Mother Martha. And Mother Martha does a wonderful job of reaching out into her neighborhood, especially the children, and getting them active and involved in the life of the congregation. Now this particular Sunday, Leonardo was acolyting, and Kozel noticed something that he had never seen before. There was a smile on Leonardo's face. Leonardo was sitting next to the pastor, and he seemed to be so happy to help with the lighting of the candles, to help the pastor with the offering, to help the pastor with Holy Communion. Well, Leonardo was especially happy when he noticed that his friend Kozel had come to worship, and he ran down to Kozel, and he asked, are you going to take communion? Well, Kozel had to politely refuse this invitation and try to explain to Leonardo that he's Jewish. But Leonardo insisted. He said, but the bread is so good, you have to try it. Now, Kozel may not have received the gift of new life by receiving communion that morning, but Kozel did receive the gift of new life because of the abundant and the surprising joy that came from Leonardo. I hope that joyful surprises like this will give all of us new life this Christmas. Christmas teaches us that joy is not scarce. Joy is more abundant than we can imagine. Joy is abundant in our faith. It is abundant in ourselves and in other people. And joy is abundant in the world and creation around us. The story of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus is the story of joy being born in the most surprising way. The trees are clapping their hands in joy, and the mountains and the hills are singing songs of joy. Joy is abundant in the people and the world all around us. 
So may we keep our hearts open and keep our imaginations open. Open to God, open to each other, and open to all creation so that we may give and receive the surprising joy of new life this Christmas. Amen.